Welcome to Pancake's House, a conversational podcast about creativity, about the work that goes into the work, a behind-the-scenes conversation with content creators, artists, producers, directors, tattoo artists, authors. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't like to limit this. I really believe that, uh, that there are a lot more creative folk out there than uh, what... Um, then who give themselves credit for being creative, if you, if you can. This is a, a special episode for me. This was, again, we are releasing the conversations that we had at the International Black Film Festival in Nashville, Tennessee last year, and finally putting them out as we're rebranding our entire podcast platform. Shorter conversations, uh, getting right to the conversation at hand and not meandering through the two and a half hour podcast that I used to be guilty of making. <laughs> this is one of those that is uh, very special to me. Uh, I don't like to listen to my podcasts after the fact. I, I, I typically tell people that I don't listen to them again because I, I was there. I had the conversation and I don't need to listen. But I also have become aware of the fact that through these conversations, I am learning, I'm growing, I'm changing, and I'm seeing things in a different way. And this is a perfect example of that. I had, oh, okay. My wife just sent me a message on my computer. <laughs> ah, speaking of powerful women. The episode today is connected to the Urban Movie Channel. And uh, this is part of RLJ Entertainment. The Urban Movie Channel is a streaming platform that I just got to tell you, you got to get your, you, you got to get this into your bones. You've, you need to subscribe to the Urban Movie Channel, the content that is there, the people that are working behind the scenes to make this channel possible are nothing but beautiful, amazing, brilliant, wonderful, awesome, talented people. And two such incredible individuals were at the Urban Movie Channel whom I got to speak with. There were more than just these two, but I was able to speak with these two amazing women uh, about their work. The first conversation is with Victoria Rowell. And Victoria and I sat down, and I, I have to admit something, I was up in my head the whole time because I, I knew this person's face. I knew this person's work. There was a false sense of familiarity with this actor. And yet we'd never met. She didn't know anything about me. And it, it, was, it was quite a struggle for me to get out of my own head and just to have a conversation with another human being. Fortunately, Victoria Rowell is a consummate professional, and uh, once you hear this conversation, you'll see how she really saved my bacon uh, throughout the whole thing and showed up game ready and knocked it out of the park. The second conversation you're going to hear is with Tracy Odie Blunt, who is the president of the Urban Movie Channel. And Tracy had already blown my mind in a discussion forum uh, the day prior to our conversation where she sat with other people talking about the impact and the work of the great Thurgood Marshall. 
so I was already intimidated <laughs> um, with the notion of sitting down and speaking with her, but I found a delightful conversation with someone who is just, I mean, you're going to hear it. I, I was just blown away. I, I was so appreciative of this conversation. So that's all I'm going to say now, other than the fact that you just need to know that I was devastatingly nervous through these conversations. And you'll see by these wonderful people that there was no need for me to be nervous because they had my best intention at heart as well. So without any further ramblings on by me, let's just get into these conversations. First, Victoria Rowell, the creator and uh, actor of a brilliantly wonderful show on Urban Movie Channel, and I'll let her tell you all about it. Enjoy. Hi, my name is Victoria Rowell, and I'm here at the International Black Film Festival uh, here in Nashville, Tennessee at the Belmont University campus. Um, I am an actor and writer-producer. I'm a former ballet dancer with American Ballet Theater and um, have had a, a rich career uh, with everyone from Sam Jackson to Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. Um, my firmest imprint is in soap opera on The Young and the Restless, and I've created my own Dramedy soap opera, The Rich and the Ruthless. Let's talk about The Rich and the Ruthless. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So you, I, I, I got to step in right as it started. So I'm seeing the, uh, the opening lines uh, scroll across right. the screen. And I can't remember it verbatim, but there was a beautiful line at the end of it, something to the effect of uh, ethics. Right. Can you give me that well, line? Well, sometimes soap opera, you, you, it, I'll paraphrase it. Um, sometimes creating a soap empire uh, basically negates ethics. So, um, yeah. yeah. And yeah. so I'm sitting there going, all right, I think I know the ride that I'm about to take. <laughs> because you're, you're kind of a snake eating its own tail from the get-go. Right. And that was so much fun to watch. And then to see the, can you talk about the, the, the exploration in, I mean, you're creating this show. Right. Uh, how did you put yourself into the headspace of saying, okay, I'm going to be in the soap opera. I don't mean you physically. We're going to be in the soap opera itself, but then we're going to be removed from that one step and we're going to see the making of the soap opera. Right. But then we're going to remove ourselves again and make the social commentary needed about this soap opera in the context of what we have globally, quote unquote, as a soap opera. Right. So does that it's make sense? many, of course it does, yeah. because I've thought it. Oh, good, good. good. <laughs> it's many layers, right? Yeah. So it's a soap opera, uh, well, it's a dramedy soap opera about a soap opera. Yeah. But in addition to that, we're looking at the, the global phenomena of soap opera. We're looking at the family dynamic in the soap opera world, and we're looking at the corporate dynamic. Yeah. Um, of the soap opera world. And so many people don't know that the, the um, economic value of soap opera has been a mainstay on all the networks, ABC, mm -hmm. NBC, CBS. Um, they've had multiple soap operas. People don't know that Procter & Gamble at one time produced 17 soap operas and owned four. Stop it. Um, 
that the incredible history of soap opera, which started in 1934 in radio in 15-minute okay. segments selling Oxidol. That's how Procter & Gamble started selling soap, hence the name soap, soap opera. opera. So um, I, in, I, I appreciate the history of soap opera uh, and that I'm a part of that legacy, uh, but it was important, it was imperative to me to create my own show. Um, I was not successful in cracking that rock in terms of trying to mind my way to the back of the camera and back mm -hmm. of the camera okay. um, at CBS. But sometimes you think things are being done to you and they're being done for you. It inspired me to create my wow. own content. Yeah, yeah. And now with that, though, okay, so there's this beautiful line, and I don't, I, I certainly laughed out loud, <laughs> um, when uh, the August. Augustus. Augustus, sorry. When Augustus... Um, uh, gives the credentials and talks about how many NAACP awards <laughs> yeah. he's received. Yes. There's that brilliant line from the, the, the white director oh. that makes the comment of, right, but, but you're, you're the, the only, only one. one. And the, te the subtext of that line is really kind of what I felt was the commentary behind this. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about that? Right. Um, so that was uh, Richard Brooks, who portrays Augustus Barringer, my husband on the show. So funny. And, right. And then he plays the straight guy all the way oh, through. Oh, so straight. So all straight. the way through. And, um, and uh, Hunter Bodine plays the, you know, <laughs> uh, producer who's trying to get his hands on the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's funny. Um, and there is this dutiful nature of Randall. But at the end of the day, he just wants to get his hands on this sure, show sure, as well. Sure. So, you know, the subtext of him saying, but you're the only one, is simply that he is the only one that owns a soap opera, a daytime soap opera. Mm -hmm. And um, the deeper reality of that is that never in the history of daytime soap opera has uh, a minority on U.S. Uh, network English-speaking television owned a soap opera. Um, and it is startling that I've done an aggregate. Um, when I did this study, there were six, um, there were, oh, I have to get this number right because it's so extraordinary. Um, there are 600 years, 600 aggregate years of soap opera. I did this study a couple of years ago, but 600 aggregate years, if you added up all the soaps. Sure, yeah. Um, and not a single um, owned soap opera by an African-American or other minority on a US broadcast show. Wow. Um, so there are other stats that I've done studies on, but yes, that's all in that line. It's all baked only, into that. Yeah, it's all yeah. baked into that. But yeah. you give us the freedom to laugh in the midst of it, because <laughs> exactly. oftentimes I feel like laughter breaks down some walls so that we can maybe hear some things better that we may not. And I, I really felt like I could, you know, the whole thing when, when you're watching someone's work, they tell you pretty quickly whether or not you can trust them. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so it's in those moments like that that I go, okay, I can trust this writer because they're aware enough yes. of this moment to be able to give me all of that. Yes. You know? And so I really, I had a blast with it. Thank you for let's, that observation. Well, let's, um, the, the, the one other thing that I really want to make sure that we hammer home is where do people see this show and how do they get 
hold of this sure. in themselves? So um, I have had the privilege of uh, having the rich and the ruthless, meaning I, my production company, Days Ferry mm -hmm. Productions, um, has uh, cut a licensing deal with RLJ Entertainment and their streaming company, which is UMC.TV. Right. U is an uncle, M is in Mary. C is in cat, UMC, which stands for Urban Movie Channel. Great. So UMC.TV, if you just Google that, it'll bring up the menu of um, content opportunities yeah. um, on that streaming site. I will also add that you can also just Google the rich and the ruthless. Nice. And if you Google that, it'll pop up. UMC will sure immediately, the link will be right there, and you can go right to it. It's only $4.99. Okay a month, but there is a 30-day free trial. So binge watch The Rich of the Ruthless yeah, yeah, yeah. for free. And we'll put all of that information in the show notes Thank for you. the show, absolutely. Um, yes. Yeah, this, this was a lot of fun to watch, and I really appreciate the time. I mean, I know, like I said, film festivals, you're going 14 directions at once. Yes. So I appreciate the time to be able to just talk about it. Um, I appreciate the opportunity to share information, um, just media information, uh, the industry information, um, the Q&A was appreciated afterwards. Um, Ingrid was amazing, Hazel, oh, yeah. um, the whole founding team. Um, and that, I feel like I have a home in uh, UMC TV. Um, they've picked up The Rich and the Ruthless for a second season. Good. And... Um, it just gives me the opportunity to hire really gifted and talented people. Um, also starring on the series is Cristal Wilson, uh, Michael Collier, um, Robert Richard, uh, Devetta Sherwood, uh, Brenda Epperson, an alum and good friend yeah. of mine from Young and the Restless, Kimberlyn Brown, an alum wow. from Young and the Restless. Um, we get to have fun while we're working. Yeah. Um, so I look forward to returning to IBFF. That's great. We, well, I mean, I can't speak for them, but I know that they'd probably say it too. They'd love to have you. Okay. Let me say one thing finally, just to say thank you to you. I also thoroughly appreciated and enjoyed. I noticed in the Q&A, there were a couple of times, and we won't go into the details, but I, I think this just speaks to you and your experience and your expertise in this field and in this world. I noticed there were a couple of questions at least where the person asked a question and I think I feel like I watched you go internally, yeah, there's the question they're asking, but let's dive under and get to the root of what they're really getting at, <laughs> yeah. and let's talk about that instead. And I just so appreciated the, the wisdom and the expertise to do that. I appreciate that. I, I, I like to take a question and find the wiggle room in the question so that I can, hopefully not instead, but dive deeper into yeah. the question yeah. um, so that they it satisfies their answer but gives the audience a broader perspective sure um, of the question and also of the response so yeah well thank you so much thank this you. was great thank you so much that was amazing I I just that conversation was so much fun and it is I got to admit, unnerving for me to listen to it on the other side, only because I'm infecting part of that conversation with my own voice. I wish I could have just handed her the mic and said, here, do the awesome that you do, and um, I'll just ride the wave. So 
Yeah, that was fantastic. And I can't say again, I can't say it enough. The, the, the episode that I got to see and the show are, are so great and so good. And what a great peek behind the curtain um, dealing with the soap opera world and the politics and the, the structure and just, just, just beautiful. Now let's listen to this conversation with president of Urban Movie Channel, Tracy Odie Blunt. That is too great. So Tracy, if you want to give me a mic check really mm -hmm. quick. Uh, Tracy Odie Blunt, Urban Movie Channel. I love it. There it is. So yeah, and you, you've already plugged the company, but okay. So just to start, I really appreciated the panel the other night. And I just have to say, on record, on mic, how beautiful and wonderful that was. And it was great to see you had generations uh, represented. You had people from all walks of life and all different parts of the United States presently. Um, oh, what a great joy to, to be able to uh, come into that. And, and then to find out that you are, you know, you're, a, you're an exec. You're one of them executive types, <laughs> you know? And we really quickly put people into boxes with that kind of a thing. But to see the passion that's behind you as an executive is just refreshing. And that's the lead-in really to the question of what are you doing at um, RLJ Entertainment and uh, more specifically the Urban Movie uh, Channel? Mm -hmm. what, what's going on? So we, um, Urban Movie Channel is a streaming uh, channel, so a subscription video on demand channel mm -hmm. that was created by Bob Johnson, who is the founder of Black Entertainment Television. Sure. He is the chairman of RLJ Entertainment. And as he did with technology when cable was trying to reach households across the country um, in the 1980s, he has the foresight and the vision to take advantage of the technology that we have today. And so right now streaming is is the way that most people are consuming content. And so we created and launched Urban Movie Channel to create an opportunity for the African American and urban talent and creative community to be able to have a place to showcase their talent and their work and for consumers to be able to consume content that's entertaining, that's quality and that speaks to them that was created for them by by them. I love it. I love it. And, uh, you know, we've seen here at the uh, festival, we've gotten to see some teaser trailers and some things mm -hmm. to see exactly what's going on there. Um, and it's so true. I remember hearing a few years ago, um, this will show what kind of comedy I'm interested in. But I remember hearing a few years ago, there was a BuzzFeed interview with Jerry Seinfeld. Mm -hmm. and they asked him, they said, why are you doing this show online? And he said, well, people are already staring at their phones. Why, that, that's what, exactly right. Why wouldn't I make a product that they can see on the thing that they're already looking already, at? Yep. And I love that mentality. You meet um, the consumer where they are. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Why? I mean, it, it, no disrespect. There's mm -hmm. some brilliant work that's being done on network television Absolutely. today. There's brilliant work that's being done on cable television mm -hmm. today. But there is also this huge population that are desperate for content. And to go a step further now... You know, this is a conversation I have with a lot of my actor friends. Mm -hmm. When we talk about, they, they will say to me, Skip, I don't see myself represented on television. Right. You know? And it's so important for society to be able to see society represented on television. Right. Or whatever platform that is. 
Um, can you, I don't want to put you on the spot, um, but can you give me kind of a, uh, an, uh, with a broad brush, can you tell me the kinds of shows, the kinds of programmings that you have on the channel? Sure. Well, when we first launched Urban Movie Channel, um, we started with existing content that came out of our feature film division. Oh, and right. so when RLJ Entertainment was created, uh, Mr. Johnson put together uh, Image Entertainment, which was a feature film distribution company, mm -hmm. and Acorn TV, which uh, is the lead uh, distribution and content uh, company that focuses on British mystery and drama. Okay. And so when the two came together, we basically went through our existing library to see what fit the mold there. But the idea has always been to, you know, it be in various genres. So we do feature film, we've got documentaries, we've got stage plays, we have comedy. Um, you know, we've, um, and now we're really excited because this year we've gone into original. Oh, and great. And so with original, and that's what's going to help grow the channel. But we want to have, you know, that gritty, edgy, content that is going to draw people to the channel that you're not going to get anywhere else and you know we're poised to do that in the coming in the coming months that's so exciting that's yeah. so exciting and um i mean obviously you know it goes without saying you're also creating jobs absolutely you're also absolutely. providing artists with a platform in which they can make their work right i i mean i'm just thrilled i'm so excited about what you're doing and I'm, I'll be honest, I'm torn right now because there's a part of me, even in my exhaustion and in your exhaustion mm -hmm. of this has been a long day long full day. of a lot mm -hmm. of rich stuff to take in. Absolutely. There's the desire to keep talking, but there's also the realization of like, well, you know, but it, you know, we're getting to 1020 at night. So yeah. I do want to ask you, though, mm -hmm. what are this is an old broadcaster trick that I was taught years ago from a documentary filmmaker. He's like, Skip. When you don't know what else to ask, or when you think you when you think you've asked everything you need to ask, there's a great follow-up question. What did I not ask you that you would, that like you would really <laughs> like to talk about? Mm -hmm. So that's just what I'm going to ask. Well, I was going to say the beauty of the film festival that we're at here, the International Black Film Festival of Nashville, is that they have uh, created programming and opportunity for you know artists and and content creators to come and be exposed to people from studios, people you know that are you know creating opportunities for this for this work to be showcased. We've had some very rich and engaging conversations. You know, earlier today, my colleague, uh, Angela Northington, who is the head of our um, acquisitions for Urban Movie Channel, sat on a panel about how to get your content distributed. But it wasn't a panel of, okay, here are the, you know, four things that we think you should do. It was, this is what you really need to do. This is mm -hmm. how you need to prepare. You know, this is what we would suggest, you know, that you would do in order to, you know, bring your content. Because when you come, you know, to a studio and you're talking to execs, we're being pitched all day, every day, and so you have to stand apart. And so what I love is the candid conversation. Yeah. But then to also be able to see content that I don't know that we would see anywhere else. So this gives us the opportunity for the independent filmmakers to be able to showcase their work. And so you referenced the um, panel that I spoke on a few days ago, and we had the opportunity to screen Marshall. Right. And to have a panel discussion on social justice and to have two sitting judges 
to have a you know a millennial activist who was the, who is going like, to change the world by himself. Just by himself, he was amazing. Uh, to have the professor from uh, Morgan State University, yes. to have uh, Dr. Slay, who is here at Belmont University, where uh, part of this film festival has taken place, and she's over the entertainment uh, division and, and focuses on intellectual property. Right. And then to have me from and a studio, you, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. have to have you know the studio aspect. So you know, just to be able to bring different minds together, different experiences, different you know um, opportunities to to showcase and share what we have learned and to be able to, to share that with the filmmakers has just been a tremendous um, opportunity. It was a huge gift. And as I told you earlier, um, it, it, you know, for, for a kid like me from, um, I'm 43, but I'm going to say a kid like me. Mm -hmm. For a kid like me from the Midwest, growing up in a farm community, you know, I always make the joke, and, and, and Dwight has agreed that it is a sad joke. Dwight Marshall was the African-American in my junior high. Mm -hmm. Luis Ayola was the mm -hmm. Latina in my junior high, right? Just to paint the picture right. of where I come from, sure. it, it should be required that you have a panel discussion before viewing that movie, mm -hmm. because it gave me an appreciation for Thurgood Marshall, and for the times then right. and the times now more so than I might have seen otherwise. Right. And you know what was so great? I'm not gonna say his name because I don't know, I don't know if he'd want me to, to share this, but I'm gonna say it, we haven't said the name of the movie, so we'll be okay. So my friend's, a friend of mine's short played right before Marshall the other night. It was awesome. It was so it cool. Was so awesome. It was so cool. It was awesome. It was, it was awesome. So I walked up to him outside. He yeah. walked, I saw him walking in and I'm like, uh, come here. Right. And he's like, what are you doing here? And so we had that little conversation. Mm -hmm. I said, so I just want you to take this in for a second, buddy. Your movie, right. your little movie, right. which looked amazing, amazing. The quality was amazing. Yes. It's going to open Marshall at the International Black Film. How's your day going? Right. You know what I mean? Opening night. And he's like, I don't even get it. I don't even understand it. I'm like, it's amazing. And since we're not saying names, what I what I would say and what I loved was during the Q&A, just how the concept came to be for what this title is, right? And when I look at Urban Movie Channel, his short was because of an experience that he had in real life. And then he decided to tell the story. Right. And it was a great story. Yeah. You know? And so when, you know, you ask, you know, what, what is one thing that I'd want, you know, people to take away from, you know, Urban Movie Channel? Yeah. Is that they're, you know, we're able to do this cycle of, of creating employment opportunities. There is a vast, vast majority of talent, uh, cr content creators you know, that are out there, not just in Hollywood, here in Nashville, Atlanta, right. everywhere yeah. that have a story that needs to be told. So we want to be able to, to, to talk to them. But then I also appreciate the fact that Bob Johnson, again, the founder of RLJ Entertainment and Urban Movie Channel, has given me the opportunity to execute his vision, has given Angela the opportunity to be the one out there talking to the content creators and mm -hmm. hearing these stories and helping to make the decision. Because yeah. we're not programming the channel for us. Right. We're programming the channel to the con for the consumer's the viewing consumer. pleasure and for, you know, for the talent community. So yeah. it's, it's, a, it's an honor 
to, yeah. to, to do this. And I'm just really excited about this. And I'll just say one last thing. We um, also screened our first original series, The Rich and the Ruthless, starring Which I got the, to see. Victoria Rowell. And so, you know, she mentioned during the panel that soap operas were where you had the grandparent grandmothers that had the kids there. I am so I glad you're kid. talking about that. I was that kid and my sister was that kid. And what I, I actually told Victoria when I first met her, I was like, my grandmother always talked about her role and was like Drusilla. Drew, like she loved Victoria Rowell. And so for us to now fast forward, you know, our grandmother has passed away, but to be working with her and to be able to create a platform for her to showcase something that she's been trying to get, you know, shown for many, many years. So it's, it's, it's an honor. There's this thing that's going on in this conversation that I'm feeling in the room. So I don't know if it's transcending through the airwaves or whatever this is, but there's this feeling, um, you know, as an observer. So anytime you see somebody on a panel, mm -hmm. any time, it's the old church thing. Everybody's got to go talk to whoever spoke this week. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. you're, you're aware of that person's presence. So I've observed over the last few days when I've seen you and others uh, from the organization, there is this feeling of family mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. that is apparent mm -hmm. to people that are watching. So when you tell me this story about Victoria and you tell me this story about your grandma, it doesn't surprise me mm -hmm. because it just feels like there's an organic an organic, organic, there's a gigantic, there's an organic, <laughs> verbal dyslexia, there's an organic um, 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 familiarity inside of this company mm -hmm. that's just really kind of refreshing. Mm -hmm. and, and, and we aren't saying, oh, come to UMC so we can just put your title on the channel to help us build ours. We're saying, come make UMC your home. As we grow, you'll grow. We'll, so we're giving good. people opportunities. You've got actors that want to cut their chops at directing or being a producer, and they may not be able to go to the studio that they're already working with and say, okay, this week I'm going to put on my director hat. Yeah. Good luck. Right? right. And so this gives us the opportunity to do that. Oh, it absolutely does. Yeah. And it's so good. Yeah. Thank you so much no, for the time. Thank you. I've, this was I've great. really enjoyed it. I have too. Right, Thanks. So, thank you. So there you have it. There it is, um, the, the episodes, the conversations that I was able to have, uh, these were both done at the end of the day. I was exhausted, but excited and nervous. And uh, as represented by these two interviews, uh, these two wonderful, amazing, talented people showed up and gave it all. It was amazing. So the show notes uh, below, you can uh, find out more about this work. Get it in your bones. I've already said it. I'll say it again. Let me say it one more time. Get this Urban Movie Channel. Get it into your bones. Such a good, good thing going on over there. Uh, finally, I want to thank Trevor Matheson for producing these podcasts and Pancake's House is just moving forward with all kinds of fun stuff. We have a screening coming up uh, March 26th. Y'all, we're going to show our movie. Our little documentary is going to be screened at the Belcourt Theater. I am freaking out with excitement on that. And uh, so, yeah, more is going to come with that. And... Uh, just go to the show notes and check out everything that you can about the Urban Movie Channel. We are rebuilding this podcast. It's a, a, a new 
uh, a new version of the show. So we scrapped everything from the old. So if you have in the past liked or subscribed to our podcast, please do so again. We are starting fresh. And uh, tell your friends about it because I really love the conversations that we're having here. And this is an opportunity to kind of peek behind the curtain of talented artists who are making beautiful stuff. See you next week.